Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about a budget overrun at BC Ferries. This one kind of gives me a little bit of deja vu. When you think back all those years ago to the fast ferries and some other problems with budgets they've had at BC Ferries, here we go again. The newest ferry in the BC Ferry fleet is the Northern Sea Wolf. Now, I, I love that name. This is a great name for, for a boat. This is the one that sails from the northern tip of Vancouver Island up to Bella Coola. If you've ever taken, if you ever want to do a staycation in British Columbia, you could do that famous circle route where you take this particular ferry, go up through the Caraboochal Coat, and then come back down to the lower mainland. That is an awesome way to see the our beautiful province. Well, I'll tell you what, this new ferry, they bought it used from Greece. It was a fixer-upper. They had to do a little refit on there. Turned out to be a money pit. The guy who broke the story is my colleague Rob Shaw, columnist of the Vancouver Sun. He joins me now. Hey, Rob. Hey, Mike. Okay, thanks for coming on. So where did we get this uh, this this boat from, the Northern Sea Wolf? Yeah, well, BC Ferries kind of bought it in a bit of a rush. So they went out there, they tried to find what they were looking for, and they couldn't find too many ships that fit the bill. So they ended up at this Greek shipyard, and they sent over some people to take a look at it. They got this ferry independently certified as ready to float, uh, in class, they call it. And uh, then they bought it, sailed it 10,000 nautical miles from Greece through the Panama Canal all the way to Victoria, and uh, got it back to shipyards here on the coast and cracked it open and discovered they'd pretty much bought a big a big lemon of a <laughs> of a ship and uh, when they finally got the panels off this thing they noticed there was no um, fire retardant asbestos behind the walls there was no uh, sprinklers that the, the sprinklers didn't work they weren't connected the heating and um, uh, air conditioning uh, system didn't work. The propeller shafts were worn beyond safety code. The elevators weren't to code. There was some sort of problem with the stern door. And then there was sections of the ship where the um, steel thickness was below the minimum uh, strength in some spots. It sounds bad. I'm not, I'm mean, no engineer, but that sounds bad. Wow. And so they started fixing this thing up and pretty soon the budget takes off on them and a $55, 56000000 million ship balloons to 76 million and it ends up being a year late as well and uh the northern sea wolf is uh is out there plying the waters but um it was a it was a pretty big reno project much bigger than bc ferries had planned from the start okay so the original budget 55.7 million it ends up 76 millions so and more than 20 million over budget yeah that's it yeah Okay, and that by my math, that's about a, what a forty forty odd percent over budget increase. Yeah, it uh, it was as the CEO of BC Ferries told me it was. Uh, uh, he doesn't like calling it a lemon because he says, "Look, you know, <laughs> it's like a home rental project that 
you do at your house. You know, you start busting open the drywall. You discover, uh-oh, you know, like maybe this is a little bit bigger than we thought it was going to be. Next thing you know, you're telling your wife you're going to do the kitchen as well because you might as well because the walls are all open. And bang, you know, you're into it. you're into it for a lot more than you thought you were going to be into it for. And he says, okay, fine, we put the money in. We actually got a pretty good ship now. We've got, because they were doing all that, they replaced the restaurant. They um, put in a viewing area at the top so you can look at the wildlife. Uh, they got basically kind of a brand new ship because they, they took her down to the studs and built her back up again. I don't think a ship has studs, actually, but the, the metaphor works in a certain way. And, uh, and so Ferry says, look, we put more money in, but we got an okay ship and we're happy with it, even if uh, it costs more. Okay, well, yeah, it turned out to be a money pit, but if you're going to buy a house, like if, if this guy's using the metaphor, it's like buying a, a house and you find out the the reno or the house is going to be expensive, you typically hire a home inspector to take a look at that house before you buy it. And weren't these guys, didn't they supposedly inspect this ferry, like you said, before they bought the thing? I mean, was it a, maybe the inspection was in, inadequate. Yeah, there, so they had a third-party group um, declare this vessel in class, which is a marine terminology that um, means that it meets certain requirements to, to be on the ocean. And BC Ferries is going back after this group and trying to launch a claim to say we didn't get what we bought, we paid for here, and that your kind of assessment was faulty. Now, Ferries did send its own staff out there as well, and I'm, I'm not sure how they missed this as well but um fairies hopes they can get some money back or something back from this group and i and the lesson that they have learned which i think many people already know is uh, whether you're buying a used car or a home or a greek fairy you should always get a second <laughs> opinion on your on your inspection because uh, sometimes the first uh, the first pass over the thing is doesn't catch all the problems all right, speaking of Vancouver Sun columnist Rob Shaw about his scoop on the budget overruns on the Northern Sea Wolf. That's the newest ferry in the ferry fleet. I got to say, Rob, just taking a look at the, the photos of this thing, it's not a bad-looking boat, especially with the, the new paint job they got on there. It looks pretty nice. Yeah, it is pretty nice, you know. And it was The ferry said, look, they were trying to find a very particular type of ship. It's about 35 cars, 100 and some odd people, 150 passengers, it has to be a closed deck, so a lot of ships at that, that, that side are open um, deck, and it needs to be able to handle the open sea. So that, that route can get a little bit rougher than the route from, you know, uh, to Washington uh, to Swartz Bay. So that, was, that made it a very unique ship, and it was down to three or four types of ships in the world. Now, I'm sure some people out there are saying, well, why didn't we just build our own custom ship? And the reason for that, actually is you got to go back to the history of this route. It was the B.C. Liberals who cancelled this route from Port Hardy to Bella Coola in 2013. Right. And that was because that was B.C. Ferries was losing money. We had a bunch of fare hikes. Everyone was really upset about um, B.C. Ferries. Um, so the Liberals came in and they cut a bunch of routes, and that was one of them. Then, lo and behold, there's an election come up in 2017, and Christy Clark, the Premier, says, hey, why don't we put that route back? So they put the route, they announced that they're bringing the route back, but they don't consult BC Ferries. And they set a timeline of spring 2018. And BC Ferries was telling me that they basically told the government, look, we're going to do the best we can, but that is an awfully tight timeline. And it meant they didn't have enough time 
to build a new ship. They had to go buy a used one. And also, if they were going to build a new ship in BC, it'd probably be twice the cost. So this $70 million ship ends up would have been a $140 million new build. And you'd have to, you know, get the right people and skilled labor and shipyards. So, you know, it's a, it's a constant debate, I think, in BC Ferries. Do you buy overseas or do you build here? Right. Um, and in this case, they, they went the cheaper route um, and it didn't work out for them. Okay, so at the end of the day, if I'm going to figure out who I'm going to point the finger at for the political blame on this thing, so if I was asking you that, Rob, like, who dealt this mess? Because the budget overruns on this boat obviously happened, I guess, largely on the NDP's watch here and the, the, with the NDP government, but if you go back to the original reason that we had to buy the darn thing in the first place, it's the Liberals. So who, who's to blame for this thing, the Liberals or the NDP? Yeah, I think you got to point it at the Liberals because they're the ones who cancelled it brought it back, set a weird timeline, forced everybody to scramble and, and left this kind of mess. Now, it, it doesn't excuse that BC Ferries ended up having to put more money into this thing, but by the time you bought it and sailed it all the way over here, what are you going to do with it uh, other than kind of finish it through? And the other, the kind of the cherry on top of this um, wasted taxpayer money Sunday is remember when the Liberals cancelled that route, they sold off the ship that used to ply that water, and that was the Queen of Chilliwack. And the Queen of Chilliwack had just gone under a $15 million retrofit. And the Liberals canceled the route, and they fell off the boat for $2 million to a former BC Ferries uh, engineer who's running his own private ferry service in Fiji. So somewhere in Fiji right now, there's a really nice Queen of Chilliwack that you and I paid to upgrade that got sold for a song. Um, and that was another bungle in this mess. And that was also the liberals that did that. So I think you have to squarely blame former minister, Todd Stone and uh, the liberal government for this mess. Okay. You sold me on that. I'm blaming the liberals on this one. (laughs) Rob, nice scoop on that one. Thanks for coming on. Okay. Thanks. That's Rob Shaw calling us at the Vancouver sun, talking about that exclusive he had on that cost overrun on that northern BC ferry.